What's up, everybody? It's Bricky Sergeant Benny, and we are back for another episode of Life Through Our Lens. And we're going to be doing our personal favorite segment this week, Kick of the Week. And anyway, before we get going, I got to get this off my chest. It's been an interesting week at the apartment complex. Everybody who lives in an apartment complex, anytime you've ever been in a dorm, not your own house on a street, you can relate to this. I guarantee it. Anyway, get a phone call. We have to get both cars out of the garage for the garage cleaning, whatever that means. They're going to clean my parking space. There's like 400 cars under the garage. The space is clean. I literally drive the car there. It is parked. Anyway, I'm going on that. It's a huge kerfuffle to get both cars out. My wife's out of town right now. I got to get both cars. There's not enough street parking in the entire building. All like 10 buildings have to move their cars out of the uh, garage. So there is just the streets are lined with cars. It's it's a madhouse. Like people are fighting. So and and I, I got two. So I was I was already super unhappy. And then I'm paranoid because we're we're in the city. So I didn't want to leave my golf clubs in the car. So I bring in my golf clubs and then I'm like, all right, it's it's a good night. It's like 11:30 at this point. Just got back from volleyball, and all of a sudden, I'm asleep. 4:45 in the morning. The freaking dude next door to me, his freaking alarm or his fire alarm goes off, and then it set off like the neighboring apartments. Oh, so you no. know, you pop out of bed like Defcon Five. Like I was like <laughs> ready to go, and I was freaking out, and I was like, oh, like okay, like we gotta get going. I gotta get the dog. I gotta get outside. So I like take a minute, collect myself, look around, do sniff tests, no smoke. Everything seems to be status quo. And then the dog, who was terrified at this point, wanders downstairs and she is just barking her face off, just going nuts. Like, and, and then I started getting concerned. I'm like, is somebody in our apartment? Like we're in the city. There's been some shit going on. You never know. So then I'm like really jacked up, right? I'm in my boxers. It's 4.30, 4.45 in the morning. I'm in like crisis mode i grab my putter because you know it's near my desk upstairs a couple couple of day putts i'm going down the stairs with my putter like arm to go knock somebody out and it's just my dog barking at my golf clubs because she's terrified of my golf clubs (laughs) going off like she's like what going nuts on it oh man that was my uh that was my entryway into a tuesday morning that's hilarious so I don't know if her golfing at your golf clubs is good or bad. Does that mean your golf game's good or it's because the clubs take you away from her too much or what's the deal? It could be a combo package. Anything that's new in the house is definitely a, a scare point. The biggest thing is the vacuum cleaner. I know she's not alone in that capacity. That thing comes out. doesn't even need to be on, dude. She's upstairs in a ball in the corner terrified 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 golf clubs though didn't think there was going to be a huge deal i mean i'm not a i'm not a pga professional but i mean i'm not, I'm not terrible but maybe she's <laughs> i don't know maybe they look threatening to her it's an intruder oh, speaking man. of intruders so ricky hypothetical here someone breaks into your apartment what weapon are you grabbing oh god i would probably be screwed because i'm on the third level and if they break into my apartment then they're just they're more athletic they're stronger than me i'm screwed i don't have i have hockey sticks in my closet that would probably be my closest thing i don't know do you have something in your bed strapped or what no i got uh thunder and lightning right here Uh, (laughs) the hospital in the graveyard which one you want Aaron? yeah (laughs) absolutely that's hilarious but no i I actually do live in St. Louis and my wife and I have lives up to the hype. It's really uh, not the best 
town crime wise. No. So we've both had our cars broken into and you'd think, you know, oh yeah, you're parked outside. Like that's bound to happen. Nah, both in the parking garage. They were so in your garage? In the parking garage. Yep. Like it's not like, it's a, you know, a shared garage for the apartment building, but you need a key to get in. And I think both of our cars were unlocked. So it's kind of on us, but it was an accident. Like we lock our cars all the time. It's just like the one time we both did, someone went through, they just walked through and pull handles. Yeah. And actually last summer I was golfing and I came back on like a Saturday or Sunday, at like one or two. And I opened the garage and there is a very homeless looking person like right there. And I was like, this guy does not belong here. And so I pull in and I like take a left. And so it's just like an incline. Then you can go up and take a right, go around. It's just like a spiral. And so I'm, he's, I'm looking at my rear view mirror at him the whole time. And he's just looking at me and he's waiting for me to go up around that corner, but I find a spot and just park there. And then he just goes and ducks in between two cars. And so I get out of my car, I walk over and I look at him like, Hey, do you belong here? And he just gets up and runs. Like there's a, a button you can hit to open the garage from the inside. And he just runs and hits that and then books it. <laughs> it was kind of terrifying. I'm not going to lie. He's been casing the place for months. He well, knew where the button was, ran right toward it. Oh, I'm, yeah, man. I'm done. Because <clears throat> so I used to keep my garage opener in my car just because it's like I only use it when I'm in my car. I don't need to bring it in and then go go forget it. Well, when they broke into my freaking car, guess what they took? The garage opener. Oh. So I think they deactivated it, but these people ain't stupid. And this is the this is the best one. So last one, then we can move on. So my wife and I brought bikes down and the bike lock area is in the garage, which you need a key to get into in a cage, which you need a separate key to get into. And we locked her bike. Like her the, bike got stolen. How do you, how do you, how do you do that? That, yeah, seriously, bravo. At that point, applause. Honestly. Seriously. Yeah. If you're going to go to that length to get a bike out of the garage, multiple fat. I mean, how much can you even sell a stolen bike for? I don't know, but they do. There was a huge used bike sale <laughs> not too far from our apartment. I never stopped to look, but oh man, I guarantee it was there. It was probably marketplace for bikes is just running rampant midsummer. Seriously, yeah. Probably a sweet Schwinn bike, BMX yeah. bike. Remember those? Oh yeah. I think yeah. it was a Schwinn actually, but it was it was a mountain bike. <laughs> What were the things in the back and the front called? Pegs. Pegs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you weren't cool unless you had pegs. Oh, you needed pegs, man. It was like Especially the taxi. back ones. The back yeah. ones, no doubt. Yeah, Bonus you're supposed rider. to use them to like grind and stuff, but it was just straight up to give people rides. Let's be yep. honest. <laughs> that back wheel had to have a lot of air in it or it was going down. I 100% yeah. had one of those bikes and I never went to the skate park. Not one time. I think the coolest thing about those bikes was pedaling backwards, like, oh, you know, just yeah. like cruising, then just pedaling backwards. Ooh. I don't know. It's yeah. like clicking backwards. Yeah. You're like kind of running it. Yeah, it was kind of like doing the moonwalk, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Remember the, also, do you remember the people that would like put like a card in, in their spokes? Oh, Were you one of those guys? Duh. Oh my God. Yeah. Loser. What? Loser. Might as well put a bell, bell as well. Uh, maybe. I had oh, a bell too. dude, a you card. didn't. In the so you, like, so you oh. sound like a motorcycle, coolest kid on the block. <laughs> Everybody knew Bricky was coming around the corner. Oh, so you were in fifth grade dynamite. and people were doing the card in the wheel and you thought I'm too cool for that. There's no way that was sweet when you were in fifth grade. It never was sweet. Never will be sweet. No, I want 
I had pegs. I had uh, I had this red. I think it was Haro. Ah, man, it was Matt. No, dude was Matt. He, the guy ended up died. Ah, uh, Matt oh. something. Hoffman. Yeah. No. Uh, no, it was uh, it was uh, the guy who did. It was the video game. Yes. What the Dave hell? Mira. Dave Mira. Dave Mira. I wasn't even nice. close. Yeah, you were way off. <laughs> I had that red Dave Mira bike, and it was bitching. And I had like white trim on the wheels with, uh, you know, black on the outside. God, there was, God, that was a sick bike. And it was so heavy. I could barely pop a wheel in that bad boy. Unless it got on the pegs, of course. You know? Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you guys grow up in the same neighborhood? Not same neighborhood. No. Okay. Mine was way cooler. There's, obviously. obviously there's some, there's some inner neighborhood drama brewing because Sarge is anti-card and Bricky was the coolest cat in his block and, and Sarge was day one, never, never going to be a card guy. I, I've never no. seen a kid with a card in his bike except in a movie. So that's my sentiment on the case. And if it's in a movie, it's freaking sweet. <laughs> please, please. You just needed attention back then, huh? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. All right. So should we get into it here? I, I had yeah. to get that story off my chest. I was, uh, totally. I was, I was a little pent up energy again. Just, I don't know. Waking up from a fire alarm in a building complex is just the worst thing ever. I don't know how many times it's happened to me in, in college too. Like the dorms, it's like 40, it's like minus 40 outside. Everyone's got to run outside and just stand there. Cause some jackass set off popcorn. Oh, anyway, it just brought up a lot of bad shit in my past. And it's like, it's always the like, <gasps> All right, so we're going to change gears here. We're going to get into our favorite segment, Kick of the Week. We did it, a, I believe, the first episode and one more episode, but we haven't done it for a while. So, Benny, you want to give us a little rundown so people are new, they know what's going on? Yeah, so Kick of the Week is going to be a new experience or observation that you had that you're kind of obsessed with or you're just trying to... You're really getting into it, whether that's a movie, a TV show, uh, something that you're newly on, and or something that you're trying to kick to the curb. Bad habit. We want to go to Bricky to start. He's got an interesting kick of the week for us here to get the wheels in motion for round three. I don't know if it's interesting, but it is topical, I think. So for me, my music choice is very seasonal. I'm obviously a year-round Eminem guy, year-round Tech 9 year-round T-Pain. Those are the OGs for me. But when summer hits, it is country music season, baby. Ah. It is time to bust out the country. The pool is out. We got a pool at our apartment. We go down there all the time, going to the beach. It just screams warm weather. It's toes in the water, ass in the sand. Zach Brown said it right. He nailed it. I'm on the same 100% same page. Country music is summer music. It's that season. It's hot out. The pandemic's winding down. It's it's time to bust out the tunes. A little chicken fried on Friday night having a beer. Come on. It's nostalgia just like coming through your ears. It's unbelievable. I couldn't, even, ugh, I couldn't disagree more. Country's ass. You don't like a single country song. I like one song and one song only. She Went Being Gone or something like that by Blake Sheldon. That's it. That's the only one I like. Otherwise, that. it's all trash. How did you land on that one? <laughs> I have no your heart. <laughs> I have no idea, but that song's a banger. Other than that, it's oh God, it's just so bad. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Everyone loves it. It's just not for me at all. It's well, feel good music. But but the thing is though, it's not really. There is feel good music, but I think statistically country is like the most depressing because <laughs> there are some Facts. sad, sad country songs. But I don't like those. I'm straight up a mood lifter. You need yeah. to have, you need to be bringing the vibes, bringing the energy up. 
that's what I, the country I like. So Spotify has been stepping up its game big time. So I, the first song that I play every time, let's set the scene a little bit. Me and the wife go down to the pool. We have a little cooler that holds four beers. We have put two, two in our koozies. So we are bringing six pack down, get to the pool, maybe put your feet in a little bit. I have a speaker that floats in water. It is awesome. The bee's knees. Yeah. Oh boy. What's it called? Oh gosh. It is called no bounds and it floats on water. And so Spotify now, if you just click a random song, it plays like music. And so my go-to is two pina coladas, two pina coladas by Garth Brooks. There you go. And it just brings up all the bangers like cheeseburger in paradise. That song rocks. That's country. I guess I don't know if that falls into country. That is not country. That's well, Jimmy that's Buffett, like. right? Dude, that's Jimmy Buffett. But yeah. that okay, so it's like okay. it's like island music. Would you call okay. it island music? I yeah. put those in the same thing as country. What? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Why not? Be, what, you don't have the twang and the little guy. Blow me. God, I hate that shit. It's so bad. Well, I put that in the same category. A little island music because it's all literally. Okay. If you want to have a country or whatever that you want to classify that, it's all about nice weather, sitting in Mexico, on the beach, drinking beer. That's what it's all about. That in, is what I would call country. But instead, you're in St. Louis, dipping your toes in some chlorine. You got damn right. Best way to do it. I think it sounds great. I love country through and through. Actually, my brother and I get into pretty heated arguments about the current country trends. And he says there's only two or three actual country artists. The rest is just pop music with a country twang, like Sarge just pointed out to us. And if we're going to get really deep into it, the new country phase is country EDM. There's this new remix by Dave Oud. I think it's it's like Marin Morris, The Bones, whatever. Freaking yeah banger just banger and now it's like super uplifted country music so sarge we might have to give you a little little sample size of that to see if that kind of bridges the gap for you no i i definitely am in like i really like florida georgia line and Mm. i would say that's kind of country rock pop rap all kind of mixed into one because yeah i don't like the old southern twang old stuff really and if my father-in-law hears this he might straight up kick me out of the family but <laughs> but sorry so like I, I so going back to spotify so you can like all your like songs you can literally click a genre so you can click country and this song falls under country and i might be able to rope you back in i don't there's a lot of people who hate nickelback but this afternoon by nickelback is a straight up 10 out of 10 dude nickelback rocks is he country though that no! song that song falls no. under country yes it really does. that According is to spotify Spotify has got some fringy. That is, I don't even care. That is the loosest country. Jimmy Buffett, Nickelback, country. Get out of here, Spotify. That is so incorrect. But they're bringing the bangers, and you can't even deny it. That's a hundred percent truth. We might need oh. to get into a little, uh, little rant here on Nickelback because there's a lot of animosity on Nickelback. I personally think oh. he slaps. They're like one, too. they're a band. It's not he. For God's sake. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm illiterate. Oh, I love Nickelback. I, I don't understand why people rip on them. Are you kidding me? Like animals. If you don't like animals, you literally don't have a pulse. Burn it to the ground. Oh, another great song. Absolutely. I mean, there's so many. And of course, like I'm getting caught off guard because I did not, was not expecting Nickelback. <laughs> country talk. 
Dude, I'm thinking uh, that was that was one of my first ever CDs. God, it was the one with like the teardrop on it. That like it was my first ever CD was Millennium by Backstreet Boys. Of course, oh, same here. Best of that. Yeah, I mean, I much rather listen to Backstreet Boys a bazillion times than any country song. Dude, I went the best concert I ever went to was Nelly, Backstreet Boys, Florida Georgia Line, and it kicked. Ass from start to finish it was awesome that is an eclectic lineup i kind of was like an eclectic it. yeah and we're kind of getting all over the place now so i maybe love we it just have, maybe we just have to do like a straight up music episode or something oh we will for sure i i think we do i wish we gosh i wish we had music rights to actually play these songs or maybe, maybe we'll just do karaoke of it oh yeah we'll get our karaoke songs going oh baby yeah little reunion when bricky when you're up here we're just gonna do a karaoke duel and we're gonna live stream it oh Um, yeah before we promise anything i've done karaoke one time i did fishing in the dark and i got booed off the stage so don't expect much out of me i'm not gonna lie i'm a i'm a karaoke master (laughs) you are good though you are i i have a terrible voice but i am an entertainer that is a fact and yes, I I definitely don't do any songs that like have any crazy vocals. But yeah, no, I I've done man, I've done karaoke so many times. I used to do it 100% sober in high school every single what was that Wednesday or Thursday? Yeah, at B Dubs. At B Dubs, yep, at uh, Northtown Mall. I I I've been craving karaoke. Oh my gosh, I have a few songs that I can't wait to whip out because they're <laughs> they're wild cards. That's pretty much my like motto is wildcat. Well, let's put a let's put a bow on mine. I think I might have to change my kick of the week from country music to just straight up bangers that come after two pina coladas by Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> that so my spot my kick of the week is Spotify two pina coladas. Right on, Benny. What do you, what do you got for your kick of the week? Mine's kind of sentimental. It's gonna touch on what I opened up with today, but it's dropping your dog or puppy off at daycare. It. Uh, my wife is out of town for three weeks. And the dog responsibilities have fallen on me. Unfortunately for the dog, I like to play golf on weekends and I feel like an ass if I just leave her at home for like six hours. So I've been dropping her off at daycare. And the first time you do it, when you get a dog or a puppy, it's terrible. Their tails between their legs. It's just the worst feeling ever. They're scared. I hated it. And every time since I thought it was going to get better, but it really doesn't. So that's my kick of the week. I've been doing it. I got like four more daycare appointments lined up for the dog. And it's just like, it's heartbreaking. So I have to go into the day knowing like, I got to see something really sad and it, it's tough, man. But on the inverse of that, it's also just euphoric. Once you leave, you're just like, yeah, I'm free again, baby. Like go play golf, go go to the pool, do whatever you gotta do. And then, you know, when you pick the dog up, a, they're going to be pumped as hell to see you and they're going to be exhausted. So it's a win-win. And it definitely makes up for the, the shitty feeling of dropping your dog off, but it is super sad and I struggle with it every time. I'm going to say something controversial here, but I never want to have a pet ever. Wow. Well, hey, at least you know that. Does your what? wife know that? She is fully aware. I That is like the one thing I'll put my foot down. I don't even know why I'm just so anti because I want kids and stuff, but I just don't want a do- like you grew up know. with two doggies. I know. And I think they ruined it for me. My parents dog right now her name is Libby. She's a Shih Tzu Yorkie and she should be just called a shit. Like she <laughs> sucks. Oh, I babysat her one time. Not babysat, dog sat. Like they went and visited their friends somewhere in Colorado, I think. And so I said, Shih Tzu Yorkie, it is like, 
a tiny little thing and it is scared of everything and it loves my mom so my mom is not there the tariff it's just terrified of everything so it would literally just whine all night long it would not stop she wanted to come in my bed brought her up on the bed she paced back and forth paced back and forth wanted to get down let her down goes outside whines scratches at my door scratches at my door i was like i will kill you i'll leave the door open and you can run away and i'll just pretend like it never happened i might get some backlash on this i don't even care you are definitely not a dog guy and that's fine at least you had that conversation beforehand and the other the other part of of my kick the week is i read a a controversial article i've seen both sides of the fence but a lot of people got pandemic puppies and i saw an article in usa today and you know i don't know fake news this fake news that i don't know what's real anymore but anyway it said that a lot of people are returning their dogs now that life has resumed and Again, I like devastated. I got to drop a dog off for like four hours or overnight sometimes. I can't even imagine having to take back like my pal and be like, yeah, we're just done now. It's been a nice year. Tie a bow on it. And like, we'll see you. We'll see you never. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine having to do that with your dog? I like no different circumstances out there for people, but I would be crushed inside. So are you saying... So I just want to make sure I'm understanding. You're saying that people like bought dogs in the pandemic and then realized they didn't want them and brought them back or they rented them? No, they like adopted a puppy from a shelter or they purchased it and they're taking them back because now their life is free. They don't just have, there's, you know, now that there's actual activities to do and other things going on, a dog is an inconvenience. There's, you got to be around on the weekends, like, if you, unless you got parents to take care of it or friends or whatever. And I think people are like, this sucks. Now I want to do shit for myself. And yeah, so people are literally returning their dogs. And I don't know how, you know, what the statistics are on this. Again, fake news media. But I was like, I read that and I was like, actually about to start tearing up. I was getting emotional. I'm getting real soft. That's just sad for the dogs. Like that's got to be confusing for them too. Back to the shelter. Maybe next time. Oof. Oh, God. What a, what a. What a bunch of dick bags. Like you took on the responsibility. Eh, now, now you want to return it. I wonder if you could do that with kids. <laughs> What's the return policy? <laughs> that might get some good, that might, that's going to get some good feedback too. Cause I feel like every parent has gone through a phase in their life. Where they're like, just, just go away. Take oh, them back. We don't I'm want them anymore. It. 100%. I'm sure my parents are like, can we please return Matthew? He is out of control. Yeah, I ordered a good kid. I got a piece of crap. Yeah, uh, yeah. Matthew's in the principal's office again. Yeah, you can just keep him. Oh man, I uh, I struggle with it. That was that was it though. That was my that's my kick of the week. I still want to do one before yeah, we ahead. before we move on. So how much? So you said that you have you drop it off at daycare quite a bit, and you have a couple more lined up. How much yeah. does it cost per time? So the one that's in the city. And I've actually, I have one that's in Stillwater in case we go snowboarding or I play golf out there because it opens at 8 a.m. The one in the city, and that's on the weekends. The one in the city doesn't open till 10. So if I have to drive somewhere on Saturday or Sunday, it's a huge inconvenience. So the one out in Stillwater is $32 for like 10 hours if you wanted to. To board is $50. And then you get like three hours in the playpen or something. And you can buy all these add-ons. It's like, it's like, 
going to Chipotle, but it's not like adding in additional toppings or like extra chicken. It's just like one treat, one walk outside, one additional hour in the playpen, or you can just put them in daycare as well. And then they will stay overnight. But if it's just a straight up night, they get three hours in the playpen, which I feel like is fine. It's not like they're in a tiny, tiny box. It's like a decent size room. I don't know. And it's $50. So not, not terrible, but still a kick in the bag. That's probably pretty similar price to like a babysitter, right? 50 bucks. I guess I have no idea how much babysitters make. I'm not sure. I have I no guess idea. That's a good, yeah. Like 15 bucks an hour. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I guess that's, that's a great question. I've never babysat in my life. Wonder why. Oh man. I'm curious. How does your, how's your puppy do at daycare? Do they give her, give you like a little report? Yeah, dude, you get a report card. They got video cameras and everything. The first time Dre was literally watching the camera the entire time to make sure she was playing, like having a good time. She was like, we're literally snowboarding on the lift up every single time she's she's looking at the video. I'm like, she's fine. She's fine. And Shady is extremely aggressive. She just goes after everybody. She'll tackle everybody. Super aggressive, playful dog. So the entire time she's there, she's just trying to like scrap. And then that's, that's the best part. Cause then she comes home and she's just gassed. But once we get her in the door and she like, we're gone, then she's fine. It's just that until that point, dude, geez, it's, it's so bad. I'm just so soft these days. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just have to say before we move on that if the listeners would have heard you and shady before we started recording this, <laughs> everybody would have thought you would have dropped her off and never returned. <laughs> That's very true. And there's definitely times I want to return her. Like there's just, there's that thought has crossed my mind many a time. Fairly well housebroken, but the one time in the hallway, dude, literally took a shit in the hallway. God, then I had to clean that up. He flushed it in the toilet. Toilet overflowed. It was a huge problem. And it was all because of the dog. And then, and then she still had to shit. So I had to run her downstairs. The toilet's overflowing. The dog's freaking out. Dre's on a work call. I'm supposed to be working. I was supposed to be a five minute quick piss and shit. And then it turned into like a fucking hour long kerfuffle. So that was like, all right, we're taking it. I'm done. Just send it back. This is a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fair enough. Well, I think Sarge, your kick of the week is about animals too, right? Uh, That is correct. Like my kick of the week is a horse and cow related. And so I want to first state that I am a popaholic and for all the listeners that do not know what a popaholic is, that is like when you pop like Dr. Pimple Popper, like on TLC, one of my favorite shows. Of all oh, time. Gross. I, I love really- watching zits pop all that's, I love it. I absolutely love it. So my kick of the week, I just got into this is cow and horse hoof trimming. <laughs> And it's awesome. It is so satisfying. And essentially, like, one, I didn't know hooves were like toenails. They grow like crazy. And so what what they do is kind of they hook up these horses or cows in, in like this, I already forgot what it's called, like this little gate thing. Take one of their legs and pull it back. But why I like it so much is because some of them have absence Oh, I think God, I'm gonna fuck that. Abscesses. Ab- thank you, thank you. Have those, and so the pus comes out, and that's what I really dig. But I also I'm like, out. but I also love they take like this big, huge, like belt sander thing and just mow it down, and it's so awesome. Can and they I want to do it? it? 
Can they feel it? It's like, can you feel you cutting your nails? I mean, obviously, if you cut too short, yeah, because like sometimes they have to like dig deep into it to get you know the the cyst wall out or whatever. Sometimes they'll have like a nail in it. I I've watched like three hours of this, and it's there's once again there's a bunch of people that do it. I'm not freaking crazy, but it is just fascinating to me. And there's like guys that go around and just clip hooves. Like they're like a horse clipper guy that will show up to your farm and be like, Hey, Betsy, the cow needs a little, uh, hoof trimming. No, that's an actual over. profession. Correct. Yes. I thought it really, I, yeah. I you're telling me this. I'm like, all right. Like one of the farm hands is just like, they're that we're, too, we're but like claiming nail, clipping nails today. But well, you're telling me there's a traveling horse nail yeah. clipper guy goes, goes <laughs> to dairy farms. There's I don't know, 300 cows there. I probably could. I'm just making up a number. I have no idea how many cows are. I'll have to ask my father-in-law about that because he has a like 1,200 cow dairy. I wonder. Oh my gosh. I'll ask. I want to go down there and clip some freaking hooves. Let's go. I'll let him know. (laughs) Oh my God. That would be amazing. I want to do it so bad. I, and I would do a phenomenal job. I already know it. I, I would get detailed. (laughs) But like they put all these little tools, so they, they put this thing that like kind of spreads. There's like toes, by the way. I there's there's like yeah. So like when you look at the hoof, you can like stick like a basically you put like a piece of plastic in, so you kind of separate the toes out, and then you can like really get in there because like some the in parts are kind of hard to get according to the YouTube video I watched. But like some people will use like a shiv type of thing. I don't even know if shiv's a word, but they'll do it by hand, but the real professionals take out the buffer thing and just like, like a new paint job almost, but it is just awesome. How many toes do uh, horses have? Probably zero, but they have hooves. You said they had toes. It looks like toes. toes? Oh, it looks like toes. I was like, Oh, they have toes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I heard. I'm sorry. I no, I I was just trying to like make a comparison. Never thought about horses or, cows having toes before so you're really blowing my mind right now and how, how did you stumble upon this youtube wormhole city baby i mean i just got i don't know man i don't know like my if someone were to go on my youtube you'd see a bunch of street fights you would see zits popping you'd see some like bass guitar videos and then now you'll see a horse i was just gonna i was just gonna say, I go, we, I say see what i find on my youtube right now yeah, let's let's hear your history. But how so like fingernails you clip like what once or twice a week? How often do I have to trim these hooves? I have done zero research on that. I'll I will have to ask your father-in-law about it. Uh so okay, so I'm just gonna go with so I just clicked on my main YouTube page. Here we go. First one, street fight. Second one, big cystic acne, blackheads extraction. Third that one is so overly specific <laughs> third one asmr massage fourth one jackass 2002 backyard barbecue <laughs> <laughs> and then third one it just says horse hoof trimming oh and then here's one woman's feet are so inflamed that her that she can't wear shoes <laughs> gross dude you're in the, the gross wormhole of youtube I like, oh, yeah. obviously pimple popping must be closely related to horse nail abscesses or whatever. Cause that's, that's a pretty far stretch. And the fact that like you're done with zits, at least, you know, it's not as exciting as it used to be. And now you're looking at horses and cows and toenail. That's nasty, dude. Mm-hmm. dude I've, 
do you guys remember like when the internet was first a thing and there was like e-bombs world oh yeah it was just oh, random yeah. stuff that is what sarge's youtube is his youtube <laughs> is e-bombs world yes the other one that I used to do is called Stumble Upon. Oh my god! Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. That was oh. dynamite. It was absolutely dynamite. Never-ending material, and it was so off base every single time. Okay, were you ever in college, and all of a sudden some boobies just like popped up on your screen because you're stumbling upon <laughs> during class? Because that happened to me, and that was mortifying. <laughs> I clicked all that so fast, and I, I'm sure someone saw it. Like, oh, perfect. I'm the porn guy in in psychology. (laughs) Great. You're a good case study then. Mr. Saj in the back, stumbling upon boobies in in psych class. Oh, man. Yeah, not paying attention. Really showed. Well, that will wrap up this episode of Life Through Our Lens. Thank you all for listening. And once again, spread the word, you freaking turds. Thank you very much for tuning in. Stay on theme quick. I asked my father-in-law about the trimming of the hooves, and turns out they do it about once a year. So definitely not as often as we were imagining. Hoof trimmers make about 30000 a year, so it's usually done by a vet or some type of side business. Sorry to crush your dreams, Sarge. If you like what you heard, hit that little subscribe button on Apple or Spotify, and boom, you wake up with a freshly downloaded episode every Wednesday. And next week just so happens to be a brand new segment. We think you guys are really going to enjoy it. This was hands down the most fun we've had recording so far. Just get ready to get hit right in the nostalgia bone. We'll see if Drago feels like putting in a sneak peek, but he might already be checked out for the 4th of July. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Let's do it. We got a brand new segment. Sarge, are you going to introduce it? No. I thought that you said you were. No, you. I said I got the intro, dude. Yeah, I thought you meant the intro to the segment. All right. We're going to get into it. We got a brand new segment called... It's called five. Yes, the segment is called It's Called Five because we need to hire a segment namer. One new voice message from Bricky. Dude, Drago, buddy, you're really grinding my gears right now. Did, did you not listen to the end? I announced a new segment and then your sneak peek is me announcing the, the new segment. There's no new information, no no preview at all that, you know, next week we're going to be picking things that we did in our past, like when we were kids growing up. None of that. Like, what? what is the point of announcing the announcement? He's going to announce the announcement, the, the announcement again? What? You're killing me, man.